everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 3, Episode 9. It's called The Vengeance Factor. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. Last episode, we got a very mediocre Troy romance episode. They follow that up with a pretty much just as mediocre Riker romance episode, which... I think I might like even less than the last episode, as as bold as that might that may be a, cl- a claim. Uh, but my reasoning being is that last episode had moments that I liked. This one really didn't, for the most part. I, I th- this one I felt just bored throughout the entire episode. But yeah, I think I like this episode considerably more than you do. Um, the the actual Riker love plot is terrible. Uh, no getting around that. Um, I mean, it's awkward from the second that he sort of like looks at the young woman a little bit. It's like, oh, here we go. And it's it's fine. It's in character, Riker. There's a know. there's a bit where she, where he's like, oh, am I being that obvious? I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, it, like it would be fine to a point, but I, I think the problem is is that especially once the plot gets going and into like, okay, who's the? the I mean, well, there's not even a hotel as we know that she's behind things, but. Like, as soon as it gets going and we see that she's actually villainous and doing something wrong, it's like, oh, that, so all of this is going to build up to a moment where he has to, like, like you know, bite down in the pain of having to, like, bring her in or stop her, even though he's kind of in love with her already. They're like, oh, God, this is going to be terrible. Yeah, uh, that stuff's really not good. It's not good at all. And the, the core, because this is the thing, one of the things we said about Next Gen is that most of the weaker episodes still have good concepts that may not be the focus of the episode, but they're still good things to latch onto. Here, I felt like we've done two factions of a race kind of fighting before. We've definitely done that a few times. Um, I felt like while there's potential here in the idea of this really civilized, you know, the, uh, what was the, I'll just get the name of the, the, the race here, uh, the Akama race, Akamarians? Akamarians? Yeah. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, so you've got them, and they're like, you know, they've evolved. They're, they're like a high, highly civilized, uh, you know, society now. And the people, the gatherers who sort of broke away from them centuries ago are still kind of uh, back in the days of the of the tribes. And they're very kind of, they're, I mean, the, the name gatherers kind of gives you an idea of what they're like. They're hunters and gatherers. And they steal from people, they, they, they pillage, they salvage, that kind of thing. And they even look like Mad Max rejects when we see them. They've got the leather kind of like jackets on and they've got the, the mullets. They all have mullets. For some reason, they all have mullets. Yeah. And they remind me, they remind me of like something out of Dune or something. Yeah, um, and there was maybe s- the, the only slight hint of like interest I got out of any of this is by the point where we actually have them kind of at a table negotiating, and Picard's trying to like negotiate between them, uh, and like it's clear even even though you could argue the 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 fancy people are being a little bit prejudiced, but like oh you people haven't changed, but you know at the table the the, 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 the you know the, the gatherers are kind of like force each other to drink things because it might be poison and laughing because they might die like it's like yeah they're, they're being pretty you know i actually juvenile, thought, I, th- I, guess. I actually thought that was a really interesting moment in in a, in, a, in a way because there was a a parallel with uh the the girl that that, that rag is in love with is kind of like a she's like a servant to the the leader of the the civilized society and she prepares all the food and there's an element where she has to taste the food first and it's it's clearly a poison tester and uh, I just thought it was really interesting to see. Okay, no, they they have the same concepts. That you know, these leaders are very similar people. They just expressed differently. Oh yeah, I got that. 
<laughs> I wasn't lost on me. It was just no, no. But I, 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 I thought it was interesting. I, I, you know, these societies for me. What well, we've done this, you know, before. These societies were interesting enough. I think aesthetically helped. Just they were pretty unique. I guess. I, I just there was nothing about it that caught onto me as being like being worthy of doing this again. There was nothing. Like, sure, okay, you've got the Mad Max-looking rejects who perhaps are visually more distinct than some of the previous examples, but ultimately the actual dispute that was happening and them trying to negotiate... We've had this before, and I don't think the, the other side of the, the equation are any different to kind of the kind of people I've seen before. You know, I'm thinking of the, the episode where we had the uh, the clones versus the, the oh, Irish sure, people yeah. and things like that. Like, you know, there's definite parallels to those episodes, and... I just yeah, I wasn't I, I wasn't getting anything out of it. That's fair. I think the civilized people are more similar to what we've done in the past. I thought the uh, you know the, the the gatherers were a bit more unique, a uh, bit more interesting, and uh, yeah, I think the as a whole that was kind of enough to make it a little bit more interesting for me to watch. Uh, I re- I really enjoyed seeing Picard you know, arbitrate and stuff. You know, there's the point where the you know, the gatherers are demanding all these things that. Yeah, you know, the the civilized ones are like oh, this is extreme. This is ludicrous. Why would we ever give that? Because like, well, look, come on now. You telling me if you weren't on the other side of the table, you wouldn't be asking for this? And she's like, "Well, that's not the point." Uh, I, I was enjoying that sort of stuff. I think the actual arbitration of it was a bit more interesting than what we've seen in the past. No, I don't agree. <laughs> I was bored to tears. I hate this episode. <laughs> I hate. I hate this episode. The, the, the robots with you yeah, wasn't working for me. Uh, everything about it was really kind of. I mean, the, the only male chuckle I got out of the whole thing was was pretty so she, she they established that she cooks all the food for for the sovereign leader and he's like oh do you have any delicacies and he's been he's been all flirty he's been doing his thing and she's like well there's this one thing that i do and yeah and he says oh you'll have to make me some and we follow this up later and they're, at, they're in the, the canteen area and He's sitting there with Troy, and I thought, that's interesting. He's brought Troy to try this food. I feel like that's a bit weird, given that there was flirty vibes. And I did get a male chuckle out of, like, Troy sort of, like, essentially giving permission, being like, no, no, I'm going to leave. You sit down with Riker. I, I know what this is. And that leaves. was actually weirdly an interesting follow-up to last episode. In the, uh, you, know, you know, the moment where the uh, the uh, the other negotiator last episode came to Riker and was like, hey, but what about Troy? And he's like, you've, you've misplayed that big time. Yeah. And maybe that's the other problem, is that we're negotiating again, like, immediately after the last episode. I mean, it's not the exact same thing, but there's definitely some parallels here. Sure, yeah. yeah uh, I can't argue with that. And Picard's mediating again. Like, there's, there's definite... Sometimes Star Trek does this thing where it feels like two of the episodes back-to-back feel like they're, they're kind of, like... It's almost like they had an idea they really wanted to do, so they tried it in two different ways. And then, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so you end up having these, like, two that feel like a set uh, with some shared ideas. Uh, and I, I feel I feel like you know, there's not a lot of like data this episode. There's not a lot of Jordy. There's not a lot of these other cast members. It is it's very very focused on Riker. Obviously, there's a decent amount of Picard because there always is. But like a lot of the other characters have barely anything to do. The, the the only small moment I really like with any other character in this episode is where the reason why they even get involved in this dispute is because the gatherers have attacked a a, a Federation outpost of some kind. And they're investigating the crime scene, essentially. And there's a door that's jammed, and Worf's like, oh, this door's jammed. And Data comes up and just 
pulls it open with his bare hands because he's obviously an android he's got super strength uh so because it's one of the things actually in watching picard is that in this show we've seen examples that data is very good at fighting right like like he'll pick people up kind of like by the back of the 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 you know the clothes of the neck or whatever uh and he's he's very proficient he's very strong he's very tough he's actually really good in a fight but because of the the budget because of the time period on tv the, the only way they could really show that was like simple acts of strength or simple acts of being better whereas you watch picard now and similar androids are like kung fu masters who are doing like these insane things and it's like i feel like well, I want to critique it for not feeling like the way Data was. I feel like if they could have pulled this off in Star Trek The Next Generation, they would it's, have been um, doing it. In the spirit of what was there. Yeah. Because uh, I, I think they would. I think they'd have had Data do more fancy things if, if it was something they could feasibly pull off. Where, where it's these simple little things. Like, no, you can just rip open the uh, doors. Yeah, are you forgetting the laser scene? The I'm laser not, dodging? Well, that, that's the one example, right, though? Up until no, this point. No, it is. But that's what I mean. It's like that is, is very clearly like, no, they, they they meant it in that way. And if they could do more of it, they definitely would. Uh, so, again, having not seen Picard and seen how these androids, you know, actually move, it sounds in keeping of the spirit of it, if not the actual physical representation, which I think is, for me, like an ideal way of, of modernizing Trek is to. To, to keep that feeling, the spirit, and what your intention was, where but you can make it look better. It's like it's why I like the uh, the redesigned Enterprise so much. You know, it, it looks in the spirit of what the original was supposed to be, but you know, modern. Much redesigned Enterprise. It's been redesigned dozens the, of the, times. The, the one on Discovery. I'm clearly talking right. about the modern stuff here. <laughs> you could have been talking about the movies. I mean, sure. I forgot the movies existed. To be quite honest with you. <laughs> 2009 is still equally pretty new. I mean, it's not. <laughs> I mean, no, it is. Uh, I think it's because I, I was talking about Picard, and then I, I mentioned that the Enterprise. I was like, in my head, they were very clearly linked as TV stuff that we were discussing. But I, you know, it's a fair point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just I had a hard time with like really engaging in any of this. I like every time it cut back to negotiations, I was like, okay. This scene on its own is fine, but I'm not really getting any like unique ideas out of it. Whereas last episode, the, the whole concept of bidding for this wormhole was like, okay, this is new, this is interesting, this is this is a, an idea of like diplomacy for a, a a resource in this scientific, this galactic world that we don't we don't have yet, we don't use yet, but we can understand. That, you know, it's it's like someone discovered an actual bridge. It's like, it's like they're saying instead of building bridges, we just discovered them. It's like oh, someone discovered the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm going to charge a toll. I'm going to make a fortune off this bad boy, right? That was essentially kind of the idea. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, interesting stuff. Whereas here, I just, you know, like, again, at one point Picard says, like, oh, your history of your clans, and because that's the whole thing, is that you are the love interest. She's actually the last descendant of this old clan that the what the, the leader of the, the gatherers was this opposing clan who killed some of her own so she's been in this like long there's also a weird added element of her being given this like almost like captain america s super soldier serum that's kept her young for the last 50 years which essentially amounted to nothing other than the reveal that she's in a photograph from 50 years ago yeah i thought that was a particularly strange touch given that the the actual leader who i mean she doesn't look, she's not young but she doesn't look stupidly old right mm-hmm. um they make a point of saying that she was there like a hundred years ago, uh, when all this went down. Uh, when it's when they first meet the gatherers. So, oh, you know, still holding that grudge for hundred years, and he, and he kind of makes a comment like, "Well, you'd know you were there." 
And I'm like, okay, so, you know, they're long-lived. Whoa, whoa, no whoa, 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 Wait a minute, I think you've misread that line. Do you think? That was a joke. He was cracking an old-age joke. I, I actually don't know. I, now I'm pretty, the, the tone was very, you should know you were there, laugh, 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 laugh. Like, that, that was that was an old-age joke. I mean, it might well have been, but because they were laughing at everything, then that didn't really come clear. Uh, I, I did not read that as literally, you were actually there. Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, I just thought, I mean, it's possible. We've had long-lived humanoid species many a time. Oh, we have, yeah. But then nothing, nothing else in the in the, uh, this, the episode remotely hinted that they lived longer lives than human beings. No, that's fair. Uh, uh, which, is, which is why this was weird to me at the time. Well, it wasn't weird to me. I, I got that this was irregular, that she, she was this young still. Uh, it was just weird to me from a storytelling perspective because it really, like, mm. why does she have to be... Why can't she just be the daughter of someone who was there, who's been, you know, tasked with this? It doesn't because really matter. Because then they wouldn't have a photograph. Then they wouldn't have the photograph for the reveal, which, <laughs> by the way, the, the Enterprise computer can take like, a part of the face and digitally predict what the rest of the face looks like. Why not? <laughs> ah, sure, okay. <I'll> just... <laughs> uh, I call shenanigans a little bit on that. Uh, like, how, how do you predict what the chin's like just because you've got a bit of the upper eye? Like, I don't... <laughs> You can't. You can't tell me. I no, I can't. But maybe, maybe their computer can. Uh huh. Uh, so and there's like a little bond that happens between Wesley and like the not the leader of the 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 gatherers, but the leader of the sort of tribe they encounter first. Because before they go back to their home, their home world, their home base, uh, where he's like, ah, kid. Oh, this is not inspiring me with confidence. But then he ends up sitting with Wesley in the canteen area, and eventually admits that he has children of his own and that he wants something better for his children and Wesley gets oddly confrontational with them where he's like then why are you even doing this why are you even trying to negotiate if you if this is the way you want to be <laughs> like all right Wesley let's start a dispute <laughs> yeah last thing that's needed right now yes uh so yeah I, you know last episode as bad as that romance plot was and it was terrible and I would say the romance plot in that episode was worse than this one Mm. But there was a lot more in the last episode that I still kind of liked. Uh, I think when I'm weighing them up, last episode was certainly more unique. I'm not disputing that at all. And it had some much more interesting ideas uh, at its core that I didn't do anything with, but interesting ideas nonetheless. Uh, this one for me, um, it, you know, the, the romance was not as bad, but it was still definitely not good. The ideas weren't unique but for me it was it was more dependably solidly told and honestly i think a lot of it comes down to maybe just the acting isn't as bad even in like that romance plot and you know we, we've got troy as a lead character not being very good at the acting um so i think that, that just made it more enjoyable to watch for me nah <laughs> I just don't care. I don't care. I was bored throughout the entire thing. I, I oh well, I can't say the entire thing. I was fine for the opening scene or two. It wasn't until it started going that I, you know, it set in what it was. But like, I, I just nothing. What once I got to a certain point, nothing in the episode was winning me back over. Nothing was was bringing me back from. I'm in despair. Uh, let me go from this, you know, because the the scene where uh, Yuta comes into Riker and is like, oh, you're attracted to me. You want me to please you uh, in ways of love. But kind of does it in a way where she thinks she's his servant, and he's trying to explain to her that he doesn't want that. It's like no, 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 no. I don't want you to be my servant in love, especially not in love. Uh, like, 
And, and the whole thing's there because obviously when he figures out and he sees the photograph and realizes that she's the assassin and that the person who died at the first meeting uh, wasn't a natural cause, it was a murder. It was kind of essentially like a, a a virus that is made to basically just attack one type of person or one type of bloodline. Yeah, and, one family, essentially. And uh, he, he beams into the, the negotiations where you is serving like brandy or whiskey to both sides and he comes in and makes it very clear that no stop moving back away and she eventually kind of admits it and uh essentially tries to go to kill him anyway tries to go to touch the the, the lead gatherer uh, to fulfill her thing so raker has to take her out um i do question why he could even just because he does try and stun her uh if i was like a warning shot and then he eventually just outright kills her uh but i do have to beg the question couldn't can you just uh, properly stun her you know the, knocked her out instead did they have to kill her it makes more of, it makes for more of a dramatic moment i'll give it that but yeah you're, you're not wrong i'm trying to think if there's any logical reason that, that i can come up with i don't know the stun the stun sign takes effect immediately right there's not like a delay where you know they're hit with it and there'd maybe be time for her to finish moving I can't remember the last time we saw it be used. So honestly, I have no yeah. idea. That's, uh, that's I mean, I can't remember well enough because it's been so long, but that's the only possible explanation I can think of. Yeah, because it's this big dramatic moment where he beams, her, he beams her, she disappears from existence and he turns around and it's all dramatic and he looks mm. distraught and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Uh, and the, the final scene of the episode is Picard comes to Riker and he's like, okay, so we're, we're doing this, we're doing that, and this next little thing we're doing to help oh. with this transition, uh, we don't need a full crew, so I'm going to uh, allow extended shore leave to anyone who wants it. And Picard's clearly saying this because he thinks Riker needs some time off, and Riker just responds with, I'll inform the crew. And, you know, basically implying that he will not be taking time off because he's Riker and he's not going to do that. Uh, yeah. But he gave him the option. Uh, and that just cuts to, cuts to the exterior shot. We get the credits and it, it goes out from there. Uh, mm. But yes, uh, I th- this episode offered me very little. Uh, there, was, there was very little in terms of character dynamics that I enjoyed, especially since so much of it was new characters interacting with the current characters. We had Wesley uh, with the, the dude, and Wesley's never a, a good sign for a start. Uh, Riker with his love interest, of course. So much of this stuff was, of course, with the leaders of the two factions. Uh, it left very little time for... You know, last episode, we got a lot of good little Data and Geordi moments, or we got good little moments from other pairings. We got Worf having some really good stuff with Picard last... Or was that the episode before that? I was the episode before that, never mind. But, uh, you know, there was there was good moments between the other characters uh, and just interesting character stuff sort of throughout. Whereas... This I felt I just felt the forced drama because I wanted to have the big Raker moment where it's like he cares about yeah. this when he does it at the end, and I'm like, ah, so yeah, I'm I'm not saying this is a good episode because it's not. I think this is uh, the worst of the season. Like I, I would go and yeah, record I, I just can't agree that this is worse than than the last one personally. Yeah, so there we go. Then that is uh that is the episode. Uh, next time, hopefully, we get better things. 
So that was the vengeance factor. Next time we have the defector, uh, and I'm intrigued immediately because the uh, photos of a Romulan. So in the last Romulan episode was very good, just a couple of episodes ago. So uh, when a Romulan officer defects to the Federation with a warning of impending invasion, Captain Picard struggles to decide if he is to be believed. This sounds amazing. This sounds like exactly the sort of episode we need in our lives right now. I really hope this this defector is assuming that it's a, a real thing and not just a, a ploy that, that they're kind of pulling which it, it could well be mm-hmm. if it's a real thing i really hope this defector is the the romulan that, that geordie became friends with in that episode before uh i don't think so based on this photo but <laughs> that's that's a shame that would have been a really interesting idea uh but I, i'm intrigued with this uh again because the romulans uh you know again having seen picard and stuff from later uh, where they are in the future uh it's still very kind of tense in a lot of ways but there's a lot more romulan interaction there's a lot more kind of friends to, to picard and things like that so uh it's interesting to see how that plays out throughout this show and i think the, the, the premise here of just do we believe this romulan or not because romulans are you know notoriously secretive and deceptive and Assuming it is true, it's also got big implications. Like this invasion could be a big deal. And, uh, and why would this person defect? Yeah, there's a lot of good questions just from reading that brief description IMDb that I already have. So this, this episode has a lot to live up to already. Yes. So, I mean, after these last two, I feel like it's going to. It's going I mean, to have in to. In comparison, sure. It's going to have to do pretty badly to not feel like a, a, a step up. So we'll see we'll see yeah. Uh, but yeah so that'll be next time so let us know what you thought of this one though in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the show and the channel you can head to patreon.com slash tv and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month and get some bonuses for your trouble at the five dollar tier you get early access to a bunch of stuff including these Trek reviews so go and have a look and see if you're interested uh, but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching Star Trek guys and remember when it comes to the ladies Wesley Crusher is in complete control.